0: Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60 minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. I like those. Cool. I have a name for today's class. Today's class is called Cool It. Just cool it because I don't know what what your day has been like, but uh, whether it's temperature, some of you have shorts on. I can tell that you're already. You're already in this game with me, is that true? Like the, we could, we could use a little cool down practice. Carrie, is it hot in Texas? Yes, <laughs> okay. <laughs> she had like the immediate thumbs <laughs> and the nod <laughs> and the yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I speak that language. Um, let's get our things together. If you have a strap, we'll use a strap today. If you don't, no big deal. And if you have a couple of blocks, we'll use a couple of blocks but let's get all our things so that we don't have to get up for a while, but that's sound like an okay plan for everyone that like we uh, will we'll get down and I like watching you walk around your rooms. That's actually, maybe I should tell you to go get something else. Like, okay, everybody go get a fork. And I'm just kidding, all right. We're gonna lie down with two of the blocks. If you have two, one's gonna go between your shoulder blades for supported fish and the other one's gonna go underneath your head so to start you're making like a t-shape that doesn't connect there's a missing little part of the stem there and start with the lowest side of the block underneath your spine and the medium side of the block underneath your head and this is not the biggest back bend that you're going to get more of what we're trying to do is get some of our body off the floor. With the legs, we're going to go with Supta Baddha Konasana, and we're going to take the legs long. So however long your legs are, I um, the sole of the feet together and just the longest diamond shape that you can make with, with the legs. So what this is going to do is, for most of us, a lot of our body parts will be off the floor. Know, have less of a crease at the knee than we might usually in subdubhada The outer edges of the legs, not quite to the floor. It's a little airflow there. Right. As we've got the chest on the block, we've got uh, potentially the sacrum, probably the low back off of the floor. Many places that hold a lot of heat. And then block underneath the head you're getting your neck and uh, just the base of your skull off the floor. and potentially uh, shoulder blades, upper arm bones off the floor. take the rest of the arms, like the forearms, and just adjust comfortably at your sides, palms up with the arms, enough away from the body that you have space in the underarm. That the, the arm's not real close to the chest, but you've got again some space to breathe there. And one of our purposes with cooling things down is just like as much of our body away from center as we can get. Now, if you'd like a little more back bend, the way you're going to get there is just gently coming up. Take the block that's underneath your spine, turn it onto yeah, the edge, which I think of as the, the medium side, and that's going to run between your shoulder blades. And you'll keep block under your head same level for this one. As sometimes you might drop the head back real dramatically, um, and, and if you need to do that, you can. For our purposes with this, the head and the the heart on the same line and kind of elevated. Long, slow breath in and out.
1: down as you watch it, notice the quality of
0: the way you watch, sometimes the mind is a reluctant
1: follower, and that's okay,
0: take a moment acknowledging what's the mental state, what's it like when you try to focus? You're investigating that, things slow down. Even just the act of witnessing that we're spun up, acknowledging it and not judging it, it is a, a peaceful and observant act. First step.
1: Two more breaths where you are.
0: Have a moment to take in what parts of your body are touching the floor. Is it the outer edges of the feet, the outer ankle bones? At what point do your legs draw away from the floor? The lower rim of your pelvis, the glute muscles, are they grounded? But then at what point do they pull up and away from the floor? And notice the block. So surface underneath your spine and the space around it. See if you can get the shoulder blades to just melt out to the sides. not the actual bones melting, but the the sensation of body melting away from center. And the back of the head just heavy on the block. If you're letting your brain drain into it, funneling anything extra away, anything that's heated or heavy. One more breath where you are. with the exhale just walk your arms in till you can press up to your forearms and then bring the blocks out from underneath you set them out to the edges of your knees so that the legs are being held in supabakhasana at, at your discretion it could be just a tiny bit where you're getting a lot of stretch through the inner thigh in supabakhasana could be that you bring the blocks in fairly close to the body where you're getting a lot of support. You're gonna take the arms up in the air, reaching to the ceiling. Just fan out your hands. Right. Stop sign hands to bird beak hands. It's just like a flex and point of your hands. There's something very pleasant about saying stop sign and bird beak. I think it's alliteration, but you can say flex and point if you want. Actually, you don't have to say anything. That's the beauty of this, right? You know, leave the hands at bird beaks. Bring all the fingers together with the thumb. Turn the bird beaks in toward one another and then rotate out towards the side. A few of those. A little ringing of the forearm muscles, and rotation of the upper arm bones. So you can get yeah, the mental read on that, that you're rotating, not just from the wrists, also through the forearms, also through the upper arm bones. then release the bird beaks from the hands we're gonna wrap right arm loosely across to catch the left shoulder blade and slide it out left arm across catch the right shoulder blade slide it out arms out like cactus hovering them above the floor so i think there's this little force field between you and the floor maybe there is but i don't know maybe there's It's just like cooling breeze between you and the floor, the arms and cactus. And there's there's a good bit of work there. If you want more work, imagine that something's sitting on the inside of your elbow and it's kind of heavy. And you're pressing up into it. A little more work. Imagine that you're pressing your arms out into the walls. (laughs) Breath in. And long, slow breath out. The end of that exhale, let the arms melt to the floor of the shoulder blades. Feel like they're melting into the mat. Breath in. Breath out, bring knees in towards center, constructive rest pose, catch your strap. And then take the right leg up, strap around the right foot if you have a strap. If not, you catch your leg, you've probably done this so many times, you know how to adjust. Also, there's lots of ways to improvise a strap, so you can get creative. Uh, it feels nice to you to take this strap and do a few passes up and down the foot, just the uh, light massage for the sole of the foot, for the skin there. And then get to a a good place for you. About midfoot is is usually about right. For then the uh, arms to slide down. The hands still hold the strap loosely. Well, the hands hold loosely. The strap has enough tension that you feel supported, stable in the stretch. Nothing over-demanding. Back of your leg opening up, get breath in, breath out,
1: breath in, breath out. Three more rounds of breath here
0: walk the strap or uh, saw the strap back toward the heel, pass the straps behind the leg, hold them to the inside of the leg and use the strap to turn your heel in. And like we did with the arms, rotate from the hip so that the thigh bone is rotating, right? The leg is straight so the shin's gonna go with the thigh heels going to rotate in that's all happening from the hip extend your left leg out long on the floor and bring the right leg five or six inches across your center line breath in breath out Two more breaths here, comb through whatever snarls you might find. And then undo that, come back to center with it. And the strap in your right hand, take the leg out to the right, could be helpful here to bend the left knee out to the side so about a konosna, Certainly, a block would be helpful there. And then find the block that's closest to your right leg and lay that to the side as soon as your, your leg gets down to its good place to be. In this one, slide the block underneath again, it doesn't have to be really wedged in tight. You could take it to you know, the edge of the uh flexibility there, support the leg out to the side so that your hips stay level at center and the leg can sink into the block and with this double support of the strap and the block the tissues can relax more easily. more breaths here. And then you bend the right knee in, taking the strap away from the foot, at the blocks by your sides, your back and swept about a khanasana and just a little pause here. Feel the two sides of your body. Witness what's going on with you here—the physical space, the mental presence, the emotional waves. We'll bring the soles of the feet to the floor. And catch the left foot with your strap. Take the strap and give a little massage back and forth. Once you're you're content with that. The strap at the, the midfoot. it's a good stir up there. And then upper arm bones rest to the floor. You got hold of the strap. Hands easily hold it if they're doing the, the, the white knuckle grip. That's not unusual, right? We we get like that and that's also one way that we build heat and tension in our body that maybe we don't need to if you find yourself doing it just uh you can release right so it's always good to find where you're holding tension it's good news that you can release it And take the strap and walk it down toward your heel. Mm -hmm. Turn the heel in, the toes out. Squeeze the leg straight, as straight as you're going to go. Right leg out straight, we'll bring left across the body. Let's go check in with your body to be sure the rotation is happening from the top of the thigh, which is the bottom of the pose. I don't want really to say that, but one thing you can do is just take your hand to your quadricep muscle. And you see, can you turn the quadricep out more? If you catch like with the, the thumb to the inside of the quad, rotate there, right? and then everything up the chain rotates with. So unlike the arms where we were rotating at all the different points individually, this is one rotation coming from the leg, the top of the thigh, the hip, doing the action of the whole leg. Another good chance to check in with the right hand. Is it holding on for dear life? Could you ease up there and still get enough? And really, we have to do some degree of work to, to get a response, to get a stretch going or keep our mind involved, but so much of what we do is just not productive effort. your effort to be useful to you. Undo this, come back to center. Bring one tail the strap into each hand. Then uh, the traps come in front of the leg as you bring the leg out to the side. Ooh, right knee's gonna bend and you'll take the block underneath. The right thigh for suptavadakonasana. Block underneath that left leg. And again, it can go up real close and be really supportive. It can go out really far, and you're going to get more sensation of stretch the further out block is. And you just decide what's right for you. Something though with the quality where both legs feel grounded. Sacrum feels level on the floor.
1: You're able to
0: hold the strap without feeling like you have to claw at it. You're able to soften your upper back so your shoulder blades drop heavy toward the floor. Into the floor.
1: One more breath here.
0: Bend the left knee in. Soles of the feet together, the legs into more Supta Baddha Breath in.
1: Breath out.
0: Take the arms up again. And lift your shoulder blades up off the floor. Press the back of your head down. Press your sacrum down so you can get the rib cage off the floor even. And then place it back down. Let it get heavy. And bring fingertips then down to your sternum. i just going to take a little fingertip tapping along the sternum. And the, the idea of this right, is that you're, you're moving along the, the edges of the sternum. The fingertips just tapping lightly where the ribs meet and the, the little joints there and it's really a little tapping okay. you could also in the comfort of your home particularly take a few gorilla breaths here so uh, I doing this recently called a silent gorilla breath but that uh, it's breathing in through your nose while you're doing this then breathing out through your mouth with some a so you breathe in and then <sighs> If you'd like to take the actual real gorilla breaths and I definitely recommend doing this with third graders. I I won't do this to you in the microphone, but you breathe in through your nose and then you get your biggest gorilla voice on and you sigh it out. Not something you have to do, but something that can be highly therapeutic to do. and If you're home alone. Or you want to scare your significant others? Go for it. We'll take the fingertip tapping up to the notch of the collarbone and outward along the collarbone, just inside of it. So there's a, some musculature there between the the collarbones and the rib cage. Just lightly tapping along. your hands back toward the center and down the sternum again to lay one over the sternum and then one over top of it pause and let that little rhythm that you had going of the tapping transform into the rhythm of your breath Move the hand up to the face, covering your eyes with the cup of each palm and letting your fingers extend up the forehead toward your hairline. Real light sort of, sensation of hands on your head, light sensation of the fingers, the forehead. And uh, With a cup of the palm over the eye, no sensation of, of the hands touching the eyes themselves. Just that space around them. It's pleasantly dark. Your fingertips, somewhere around your hairline, depending on what your hairline is these days. I'm just going to start a little fingertip massage. So a little fingertip pressure along the top of the forehead down to the temples and then just uh, light fingertip circles at your temples. Light fingertip tapping along the brow until you get to that space between your eyebrows, which of course, because you do yoga is completely wrinkle free. Still so you'll give it a little little circular massage with fingertips there. Massage outward along the brow bone so enough pressure for you to feel that you're you're doing something. And then pause at the edge of the eyebrow and press inward there. continue to walk the fingers across the temple to the ears. And with your thumb and first finger, just take the cartilage of the ear, and uh, not hard, but just give it a little, little pull away from the face, just stretch the earlobe. You move from the top down a little bit each ear, just kind of simultaneously and you get to the, the lobe, like, uh, I'd say the lobe where you have your ears pierced, but many of us have ears pierced all over the place. Uh, just step to the bottom lobe of the, lobe, of the ear, just that uh, near the jaw, that one. Get there, a little pull there, and then take your thumbs to the space behind the earlobe that uh, you find your jaw, from the jaw bone. and the jawbone. And in that corner, let the thumbs give a little pressure. And if you've reached a place that's pretty potent, just stay there, give the pressure until that potency eases up. If you haven't found the spot yet, you can kind of walking the thumbs down along the jawbone until you find something interesting to massage there. And if you have absolutely no tension in your jaw, congratulations. Also, I need to take your yoga class. So please, please reach out. Yeah. Once you've alleviated some of the pressure in one spot, you just move to the next one, just down slowly along the jaw. Take. Uh, alternatively, you take the first two fingers and Go find the big jaw muscle on the, on the side of the face. Give that a little circular massage. Actually, there's a lot of muscles there. So there's not just one, but I'll save you the lecture on that. And just, if you find a spot to circle the fingers around along your jawline, do that. Then back to the sides of the neck and have these really strong and often tense muscles on the side of the neck. Slowly bring the fingers down the edges of the neck. Light pressure until you get to the collarbones. And then we're back to hands at heart center. So the hands spread over the chest. Up and breath in. And a long, slow breath out. And then using your blocks to help the legs come in. We'll move from Subdivada Kanasana to constructive rest. Give yourself a moment here on your back. Adjust the new leg position because it's been a while that they've been out there. Then take your time making a transition to seated. That transition. Make your way to a straddle. Draw the legs out as wide as yours want to go. It might, be, it might be a little more than usual since we spent so much time in Subdabad Kamesna. Then again, it might not. We'll walk out to your fingertips and then to palms on the floor, palms on blocks. And a little side to side rock here. We're actually not going to stand fingertips today to just let the hands relax. And that may be best achieved with the blocks underneath you choose. Spine move side to side. Nice. Of the spine, the rib cage. Nice being defined as nice for you. Back into center line. Well, if you don't already have blocks, go ahead and get you some. Uh, we're going to bring other hands or forearms to the blocks as you move forward into the fold to keep your chest. I know you guys like to like lay your whole body down on the floor, but um, we're just going to keep, again, more of the body off of the foregives and some space to it. So you're going to use the blocks to allow you to go out long to stretch the arms out long if you have more more reach and straddle you have more floppiness and straddle hands out on the blocks and let that become almost like a little back bend for you so with the arms elevated the chest can drop through uh, at your at your pleasure and if uh, what i'm saying sounds like a farce to where your straddle is that's totally cool Every so you can be at a point of stretch not overwhelmed and basically again you get pretty much all the body parts moving away from each other unified by the breath moving in and out Walk your hands back in, keep the blocks around. Uh, what we're gonna do now is bend the knees into the, the spider sit, the right angle, bend in each knee. And knees over to your right into a 90-90 sit where both knees point towards the right, And then we come back into the spider. And then both knees pointing over to the left, then back into the spider. Go inhale to the side, exhale, come back to center. Be sure you kind of press yourself back totally to center using your heels so that the hips don't crawl across the mat. Each time you come back to center, you're reestablishing that your heels are to one side of the mat, your hips to the other. One more round through. You're going to stay over to your right next time. Pause. With the the setup and relaxed animal, we're going to turn toward the right foot with the chest so that you're bowing at the diagonal and let your head drop. If your head is close enough to the floor to put on a block or on a tower of blocks, you could rest your head. And um, this is as far as I go with it, but it works. And certainly you could also go with the upside down T-shape to add a little more lift to that. This still feels pretty good to me. Um, this is pretty much the the only uh, structural creation that a yoga teacher is allowed to do is one block on its long side on top of the other block on its widest side. Um, you don't want to get into stacking uh, end on end or anything like that. OSHA would not. Approve. if you had like six blocks you could stack them all on your face but otherwise you know safety third benefit of resting your head on a block you can get the brow line on the block and rock across it you're back to that totally yoga weird facial massage thing If you are rocking your head side to side, come back, center pause for a moment inhale come up to your hands and we're gonna go with something that I don't particularly love, but you might, so we're gonna do it. Um, and this is like my personal opinion, man, like like I don't love eggplant either. So, but but it's great for for a lot of people. So we're gonna take the block back behind us, and then from this positioning, lean back, lay back, lie back. Uh, place yourself on the block if you have uh, the ability to bring one block underneath your spine, one underneath your head, like we did in Supta Baddha Kinasana. You do that. So basically the same thing we started with, but now. In the reclined, relaxed animal. Now, if your left knee is saying no, try bending it a little more. And that's acceptable completely. Right leg stays where it is. You leaning back over the block is, is supposed to feel good, supposed to feel stretch across the front body, uh, in front of the abdomen of the left eye if however this just feels clunky be slow about this but press up I go from the right arm and come up and, and instead of doing that do the seated twist variation where the left hand comes to the right knee and you, you kind of rotate back you don't kind of rotate you rotate at a diagonal Let's back toward that same diagonal that our friends were staying in that pose uh, are now enjoying. Breathe here for three, two, Last wow, breath all the way out. If you're on your back, you'll slowly walk your hands in to come up. If you're in the twist, you'll slowly walk back to center. Then bring the legs back into that center line, that spider. Take your time. you have locks around behind you. If, you, if you did that, bring them back in front of you. Sit your hips to one side, the heels to the other side of your mat. Get that going again with knee side to side. So, if you'd like to add the element of arms out in that sideways cactus or upright cactus, rotation through the torso. One more of those. This time, when we end, we'll end over to the left. We'll pause there. And then adjusting your legs as you need to, to lift and turn your upper body toward the left foot. And we'll walk down at the diagonal. And this is nice to have a couple blocks. If I find the size different. I have to walk a lot closer to me for this to work. If you can rest your head, rest your head. As you're resting your head, soften your face and your jaw. Soften your tongue. The Soft palate at the back of your mouth.
1: Two more breaths in and out.
0: You're rocking your head a little bit, still at first, and we'll come up to seated. And take the reclined element of this so your blocks can go back behind you. You'll approximate where you place them. Then you lay back, lie back to your elbows, and down onto. Blocks underneath. Rib cage and your head. You can first move us. The right knee is not going to be super happy with that arrangement. So you walk the right foot in and see if you can get it to a comfortable place for you. I have not achieved the spiritual level that allows us to be at all comfortable for any of my joints well like seven of my joints so i'm coming out of it you can too if even one of your joints is just not having it come up and similar we're going to take the right hand to left knee and go up and back at the diagonal Whatever you get to and breathe long and slow mm-hmm. inhale unwind. time to come up to seated or back to center and bring the soles of the feet together and sit the hips to one side of the mat as you bring the feet to the other so you've got tarasana star pose and it's, it's a long butterfly again the hands to the outsides of the legs to the shin bones inhale draw your heart forward a little bit of up dog a little bit of cow pose here and then exhale Round a little bit, cat pose. cage toward the wall behind you. And then pull up, spine in, heart up. And breathe out. Take this and add the element side to side. So draw your heart forward into the cow pose. Take the rib cage over to the right and circle back to cat pose. Continue that circle around to the left and into the cow pose. Then reverse that. You're gonna take rib cage over to left, round back to the right. Forward into cow. Then reverse it. Reverse that forward the left. Breathe in come round from the right into cow. And then exhale, release down into a fold over the legs. Like a little more upper back release. Take your hands to the back of your head. with Just like fingertip pressure. Just rake the scalp. your scalp. Whether or not you have hair there. And thumbs to the base of the skull. Let the hands be pleasantly heavy. Breath in. Breath out. Really nice. Come up to seated. We're gonna turn toward the front of the mat. Take your time. Turn toward the front of the mat. Take the feet kind of wide apart. Kind of wide. That's up to you knees drop over to the right. And so we've got kind of a windshield wiper approach here. Go to that twist that we had before, the one that we were using for the reclined relaxed animal or plant your back hand down on the floor on a block, press your shin bones down and we're gonna reach the left arm up and back into side bend. The windshield wiper, side plank. Left shin bone going down into the mat. It propels you up into. Breath in, reach long. Breath out, come down slowly. Undo this and back to center. We're going to go with a really wide... uh, Feet and hands table. So do the feet, turn them off to the side, take the hands out wide, turn them out to the side, press your hands down, press your feet down, see if it feels good to lift your hips up. It's not the prettiest pose, but for a lot of us, it makes table not just accessible but uh, useful. Come on back down and Then take the knees over to the left. And again, you can go with a twist if you you didn't get that last time in the relaxed animal. Or you take the same idea, press the shin bones down, press into your left hand, and reach the right arm.
1: One more breath
0: in. And exhale, come back to center. And once more, the, the hands wide, the feet wide, and toes turned out. Unless you prefer a, a more centered table, then go for it. If you can go wide, go wide. More onto your back. Lift your hips up. Slide one of the blocks on your knee. And legs up in the air for hips on a block. If you prefer to move to a wall and place your legs up the wall, go for it. If you have another inversion that you'd like to take at this point, go for it. If there's anything that makes you happy that you can do at this point, do that thing.
1: Open your mouth, let it out. And like that, breath in through your nose. Breath out through your mouth. softly
0: let your jaw stay slack slowly bend your knees and bring push your toes and the soles of your feet to the mat. Note its texture and its temperature and any other sensations that your feet are awake to. press your feet down into the floor and lift your hips off the block. Sliding the block out of the way, just hang time in bridge and let the hips sway slightly side to side. Like bridge in the wind. And then as if that side to side motion were lengthening your body right, from hip to hip, the hips moving away from the rib cage, slowly. Let that side-to-side action bring you down to the mat with an elongated spine. And Once you're there, if you'd like to elongate even more, lift the ribcage, lift the back of your head, do that. Take your legs out to the sides for happy baby. You can catch mid-shin. You can catch the feet. Something that's light on the arms and on the neck. Let's your head rest. You could always put a block underneath. Breath in.
1: Breath
0: out. Just dissolve into Shavasana. Is there any other finishing postures you'd like on the way? Take those slowly with no sense of hurry. Enjoy them if you're ready to rest. Lay yourself out. Take on that spreading out principle of the limbs away from one another. might even be nice to take the snow angel version where you take the arms back over your head. you have spaciousness inside your body and spaciousness around your body.
1: Like breath. Holding that space as peace. Peace that belongs to you. choose to be.
0: To a good place where you would like to stay. I hope stay here for the rest of the afternoon. And if you're ready to move on, start with just a light wiggling of your fingers and toes. Make sure they're all still there. Then gently roll, loosely roll to the right side,
1: and make your way up to seated.
0: All through your body, wide through your heart. Cooling breath in and out. Cooling simply because you choose that focus to slow, to soften,
1: to smooth out.
0: Those of you who know my Aunt Becky, her favorite phrase when I was growing up was be cool, y'all, be cool. And uh, kind of stuck with me my entire life. She didn't say act cool, she said be cool. Bring hands together at heart center and raising thumbs to forehead center, drawing the arm bones away from the body. The heart to the mind.
1: Be cool, y'all. Namaste.
0: That was super. You guys have great Thank evening. you for joining us here. Well. We'd love to see you online see in you our soon. Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.